moved away. My son, sorry, <laughs> being recorded. Got it. Uh, my son moved to LA for four years when he went to UCLA, but they still live there. So before COVID, I used to go back probably three or four times a year. Wow. Um, That's awesome. But then I've only been COVID there happened and I couldn't go for two years. Right. Yeah. And so I've gone twice since we kind of got, I don't know if we're through COVID. I don't know what the hell we're doing. We're whatever. Yeah, we're in a weird, we're in a weird half COVID, half not COVID period. And now we have monkey pox. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Like who ordered this shit? <laughs> Bible locust crap is this. Well, we had murder hornets too for a while. Oh, yeah. Murder hornets. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. That was fun. I don't think anybody ever was affected by that though. And maybe it was a hoax. Uh, not that I knew of. No, I, but then I don't anymore. know anybody with monkeypox either. But I, I yeah, it's just <laughs> the second coming of plagues. It's fucking ridiculous. Hell yeah. Uh, this is a good place to stop. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Hypothetical Comedy. I am Funky Sam Medina. And I'm Athena Rodriguez. And we are here with super awesome Sacramento comedian Jackie Pearl. Woo. What's up, Jackie? How's life been? Funky Sam Medina. Hell yeah. <laughs> and Athena, I always wondered, I mean, you're married to the dude. Why your stage name is not Athena Medina? <laughs> because of what you just said. Just exactly Athena how Medina. Like <laughs> she does, she does have a joke where she says she doesn't want to go by Athena Medina because it sounds like a second grade substitute teacher. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah, it's a good one. But sometimes I'm just walking through my house and some music will come on and I'm just like, funky Athena Medina. And I'm just <laughs> dancing in my living room. <laughs> well, she's been Athena and, then I, and then I always go, why? Why not? Good God, if I could be Tacky Jackie or like my <laughs> real name or something, you know? I'd do it. it. I'd do it. <laughs> you probably could, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's also uh, she's just yeah she's been doing it with Rodriguez for so long, uh, the comedy stuff and and uh, I know and she doesn't want she doesn't want to rhyme it. she doesn't want to rhyme yeah <laughs> but yeah there are times when I just walk around and I go Athena Medina Athena Medina Athena Medina <laughs> and I laugh to myself this is this is what I do I have no life I just walk around you just walk around your house naming people. <laughs> yeah just like cool names people i miss people i love Athena medina oh god oh my god <laughs> speaking of people that we miss and people we love i just i always think about all the time that uh we got to spend with you especially me uh during the uh savage henry comedy festival last oh, year yeah. oh, that was so are you guys fun. going this year uh, not that I know of. I don't think so. Yeah. So we haven't heard yet or anything like that. So probably not. But but, we well, it's usually like October 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th. It's usually like the the second week in October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was super fun. Um, it was like, it was somebody said it was like so, comedy summer camp. And it really oh, was. Yeah, There's it was. So many yeah, comics. Like we should have a yearbook for it, right? <laughs> we should tell Chris, let's make a yearbook. And we'll have everybody say, oh, hope you have a great winter <laughs> next year. Oh. Hell yeah. yeah. Are, you, uh, are you scheduled for that this year? Well, I, okay. So this is kind of weird. I have never 
like applied to it have you no there's no apply it's invite all that chris just kind of like says hey you're in it yeah yeah so i never i've done shows there and then like three years ago right before the pan right before the pandemic so 2019 he's like you coming out and i go yeah okay i'm coming out what the hell yeah of course but yeah so I haven't heard anything about it yet either. I'm sure okay, they're doing well, it this year. That's a good sign then. If you haven't heard anything, then we haven't heard anything. So we're not too worried then. No. We'll, <laughs> we'll see you there. We'll see you there then. We'll see you there. Hell yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> you want me to come pick you up on my way there? Yeah, that could work actually. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like, it was the best time of my life. But it really was. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. And it really was like, one of those things you remember like summer camp like just yeah. everybody was in a great mood and we're kind of all out of our element you know yeah. yeah so we're trying to make new friends and oh yeah wonderful and then we got wonderful. to meet we out of you probably not for you but we got to meet paula and stephanie for the first time stephanie yeah that was that was so much fun because we've known them on zoom for so long we finally got to meet them in person oh that was the first time you'd met them yeah, yeah both of them yeah yeah, Stephanie, she's such a darling. She's so quirky and weird. I love her Broadway songs. Yeah. I love she's just such a bizarre human being. I adore her. But yeah, she is. She's she, great. She had uh, like a week off of um work and she goes, Jackie, I've got a week off. I don't know what to do. I think I'm just gonna take a bus to Sacramento and see you. And I'm like, yes. So she came. <laughs> Like I picked her up at the bus station. She came here. She she's such a small town girl, you know. And Sacramento was the big city. And I picked <laughs> her up. And we did podcasts. We did mics. I got her on a couple of shows. We went to Punchline. We went to Stab. I took her to the Bay. She got to meet a ton of people. Yay. And she was just like, oh my God, that's so awesome. And I'm like, yeah, this is a regular week in Sacramento. It's not, it's not uh, <laughs> Eureka. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That sounds like such a fun time. And we're going cool. to take a week oh, off. Oh. We're going to go take a week off and go meet you in Sacramento too. Probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like the best time ever. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think it was Paula's. I know it was Paula. Remember when Paula did that Zoom thing and it was like a 24 hour. Yeah. Yes. That's when I came home, had had a few cocktails, looked at my clock and went, oh, I don't have to be on this till 2.30 a.m. It was like 11. And I'm like, I'll just sit here, write some jokes and have a few beers, you know, <laughs> half the container. Of <laughs> half the case of White Claw later, I forgot to put pants on oh yeah uh, <laughs> and had no idea i'm like uh, let me get up and grab something and, it, <laughs> and i had no idea till like two weeks later and sam's like oh yeah i saw that and i'm like what are no, you, you it was 2 30 in the morning yeah well you you had stood up and then like i don't even think i noticed that you were wearing pants but you ah and you like kind of like Pull your shirt uh, down. Uh, and I think that's when everybody kind of noticed. I don't think anybody really noticed that first. You're like, oh, you just, just Winnie the pooing it out here. <laughs> <laughs> that's the trouble with Zoom is you don't have to wear pants, just don't stand up. No, just don't stand up. God, you forgot the second rule. The I don't remember who it was. Don't stand up. Uh, it was somebody who I didn't know very well, 
um, he was on a Zoom uh, comedy show. I was not there, but I heard the story. And he dropped his phone and it like looked right up his shorts, like the camera, like it showed like everything. Oh my god. <laughs> that's so funny you know this has nothing to do with anything well maybe it does but the first time i ever saw a nut sack (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad you're here jackie i was in i think seventh or eighth grade and i just tried out for the track team and i was actually pretty good i was running long distance and we trained every day and the track kind of ran around, you know, like the inside of the track was all grass. And there was this guy like in seventh day or eighth grade that I was so in love with. He was just the most adorable boy. His name was Chris Hain and he was on the track team. And I remember I stopped because I was running around the track and he was on track and he was in the middle of the field in the, you know, in, in the middle of the track, like stretching out. And he had like these little running shorts on and all of a sudden, a nutsack <laughs> fell out. I'd never seen a nutsack in my life. And I was looking at it and I'm like, what the hell are in boys pants? Like, what is that? And I just remember thinking, oh my God, that that's what they mean by balls like they actually and i was like looking at it going it's so wrinkly like it's so <laughs> I don't like, think why that are people talking gets. about ball sex they're not very attractive <laughs> welcome back to coming of age with jackie pearl <laughs> yes yes <laughs> The first time I saw not it was really quite innocent, but I was horrified. I was just like, <laughs> how do they walk around with these wrinkly, ugly things between? Oh. <laughs> um, so, Jackie, <laughs> I don't even know where to go from there. Uh, welcome back to the Nutsack cast. Yes, Sam. <laughs> uh, how are you? How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. It's a hot day here. It's like 106 in Sacramento. Yeah, it's, it's something like that around here too. It sucks. It's yeah, horrible. I know. We have to be in the house. Everything closed up. AC on. At least we have I that, went I to guess. the um, lake, not yesterday, day before on Friday with Danny D. Oh, how was that? Oh my God. It was awesome. It was, it was so nice. Her daughter came with us and we just like went in the lake and cooled off and hung out and i have a big um flamingo blow up floaty <gasps> that is so that cool. lights in it. it lights up you know oh like my in case i get lost in the middle of <laughs> like, look for the pink lights <laughs> could happen but yeah we just floated around and hung out and it was it was it was super chill and super fun i love danny that is awesome. Yeah, Danny's incredible. We finally got to meet her in person. Yeah, we got to hang out with her at a. Oh, mic when? Oh, uh, come on, like a month or two ago. At, uh, Caps. But you hadn't met her in person before that. No, no. we hadn't. That's yeah. insane to me. Yeah, we met her. At, it was Caps uh, Pizza in Stockton. Mm-hmm. Her and Jessica okay, came, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, her yeah. and Jessica Rivera came out. And She's the one, Athena, that commissioned your drawing of me. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, which is incredible. gorgeous. I still get 
people i'm gonna make stickers out of that i think so i'm so lame and like i don't know how to do merch and i don't know how it just seems like a headache and but i'm gonna do that that is that is the number one thing i want stickers out of well you let me know i'll I'll add some i'll add your name onto it oh that's a good idea yeah and then uh... i'm just like i don't know i'll i'll printed on a piece of tape i don't know what I'll, uh, I'll send you some links too so you can look at sticker pricing and things like that as well yeah because some have really good sales and you could get like 50 stickers for less than 20 bucks yeah oh see i i'm all over it it's just like i go online sometimes and i like i have it in a little file that i'm gonna <laughs> upload when i get it made and oh. then i'm just like I can't deal with this. This is three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm gonna take a nap. I don't. <laughs> right, and then the other side of the corner. It's oh, three o'clock in the morning. I gotta go to bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like those are those are my times. Three a.m. and three p.m. I'm yeah, like either, uh, way, either way. You're tired. Times. What are you talking about? Uh, so, Jackie, uh, let's talk about comedy. How uh, how did you like get interested in, yeah. in performing stand-up comedy? Oh, okay. Uh, um, I, I'm a writer. I don't know if you know that, but if you no. go on Amazon, you can find some books I've published and shit. So, wow. yeah, I majored in journalism in college. I've always written, mostly I've written like, um, I wrote for the, the newspaper. Remember those? Kind <laughs> you know? of, yes. Yes. Um, I had a monthly column in Hawaii Parenting Magazine. So oh, that's incredible. I was a columnist. Um, so I've been writing forever. And and I also used to, I used to do a lot of PR and corporate writing. So sometimes I would find myself like writing speeches for corporate heads who then, you know, you always try to, try to throw a little bit of jokes in there. Yeah. Got a head of, coca-cola pacific and and you just watch them on stage and you're like that isn't how i wrote it that sucked what are you doing you're butchering it (laughs) but i never thought i would produce comedy or or actually you know get up on stage and do it i was married for 25 years like i told you Mm -hmm. um i divorced my husband on stage i say um he was prescribing himself an awful lot more Xanax, Oxycontin, and strippers than I was comfortable with. (laughs) And uh, my son had just gotten into UCLA and I was paying out-of-state tuition, which I don't know if you know anything about, but it's, it was $52,000 a year. And then in California, it's cheaper? If six months living in California went down to 12,000 a year because he was an in-state it. wow that's from 52 huge. to 12 wow so when i when i left my husband i just said i'm moving to california i don't give i, I need to help my son with mm-hmm. tuition i need to do it you know even and my my original plan was to live here for you know the three years he was left in college and then move back to hawaii and <laughs> i literally sat I knew no one. I my my one of my best friends and college roommates. Uh, I went to the University of Hawaii. 
her and her husband, she was born and raised in Hawaii. And I used to go to her family's house sometimes for Thanksgiving or Christmas or that kind of thing. Cause I couldn't go back to Minnesota where my folks are. It was just too long for a long weekend. And her and her husband had moved to Rockland, which is a suburb oh, wow. of, uh, about 10 years before I got divorced. And I said, I have to move to California. I don't know a, si- I don't know a single person in California. Like I've never been to California. And she's like, move here. And her husband's in real estate. They set me up in an apartment. When I got off the damn plane, they walked me into an apartment. I had a vacuum cleaner, a set of pots. They had oh, a wow. TV set. I mean, this is this is like real friends. Wonderful. Like that really is so incredible. I, oh, it was nuts. So I sat in that apartment for literally six months and cried because I was so depressed. <laughs> like this is. It's not Hawaii. Where's the ocean? I was so depressed. Oh I mean, there's an ocean. And it's my a nice mom place. called me and she said, you've got to watch the show. Have you ever heard of Frankie and Grace? Gracie and Frank? Frank- oh, Grace and Frankie. we love yes. that show. You yes. love that show? Oh, my God. Okay, let me see if I can find. Let me see if I can find this. How do I do this? I'm going to change my background. I don't know how to do it. I can't do it. Okay. Background and effects. Here we go. <laughs> Look at that. Oh my yeah. god! You know who that is? Lily yeah, Tomlin. That's, uh, oh yes, that is Lily Tomlin. Jackie and Frankie. Oh my! Yeah, it's Jackie. <laughs> that is wonderful. Okay, so anyway, how do I get out of here? So anyway, um, my mom says you've got to watch a show, and. Okay, so you guys have watched it. So you know I'm not Oh, we've watched not, every, yeah, we've watched every episode. first episode. The two ladies hate each other. Hate right. each other. And they sit down at the table, they're waiting for their husbands, they're trying to make small talk, but obviously hate each other. And then their husbands get in and turn to them respectively and be like, uh, we're gay, we're divorcing you. Too bad, right. so sad, right? Yeah. And I laughed so hard and I said, Oh my god, my life does not suck that much like it doesn't so and i've always loved comedy so i realized there was a point to this i remember the point <laughs> so i realized i have to go watch comedy like it's the only way i'm going to get out of my shell and laugh i have to go watch it so i started going to unfortunately in sacramento we have a lot so i started going to laughs unlimited punchline i started to like buy tickets to all these shows, anybody who was coming to town, Joe Coy, anybody. And I just loved it. And then I met Robert Berry, Johnny Taylor Jr. and Keith Lowell Jensen. That's a a incredible group of people. What a, right? And they were like, you you should do comedy. And I'm like, what? No, Oh, oh no. And they were like, no, you're funny. You should do comedy. So I started like, like stalking open mics. I, I would go scope <laughs> it out, but I would never get up. I'd just sit in the back. And then when I started comedy, literally, Athena, the only women doing it were Wendy Lewis, Asia May, and Regina, I think. Cheryl Anderson. Cheryl. The soccer, soccer mom. mom. Yeah, soccer mom. Yeah. But that was literally oh. it. So I used to sit in these stupid ass grungy bars. And get hit on by 20-year-old 
comics who aren't even doing it anymore, you know? Wow. <laughs> and I hated it. I, I just, I hated feeling like a victim again. And finally, I got up on stage and said, fuck it, I'll tell my story. I'd, I'd rather have my story told through me than anybody else. Hell yeah. Yeah, not, absolutely. That makes Sam's sense. like, God, do I want to ask her another question? That was a hell of a <laughs> No, that was a that was an incredible journey. Yeah. I um I wanted to ask you more about your writing and stuff though. Um, but a little bit further back, um, because you're you're from Minnesota originally, is that right? And how oh you... yeah, sure you betcha, yeah. don't you know? Yeah. And how I do you spent my formulative years in Minnesota? <laughs> my folks the real, still live there. The real Jackie comes out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I moved to Hawaii when I was 18. Oh, okay. Um, Just because I of Hawaii. I was in my first go? semester at the University of Minnesota. And I found out I could do a national exchange program. Wow. National. Like I and and I signed up for, I think like three or four different places. Um, three of them were very, very sunshiny. Cause I, Minnesota, what? get the <laughs> fuck out. I want to leave in the winter. Um, one of them was Colorado. Cause I love to ski. One of them was the university of Hawaii at Manoa. One of them was some university in Puerto Rico that I can't even remember the name of. Mm. And then I think I did applied for one in Florida or Texas, somewhere there. And they just, they sent me a letter and they were like, okay, you get to do an exchange to the University of Hawaii, which wow. meant that, yeah, which meant my tuition that I paid to the University of Minnesota, everything exchanged. So for that semester, over. I had room, I had board, I had three meals a day, tuition was paid for. But the deal was I had to go that one semester and then come back to the University of Hawaii. <laughs> and so I got to Hawaii and within two weeks, I was like, I'm never leaving. I'm sorry, but you will have to come here and drag me out in a coffin because I'm never leaving. So I did that semester and then <clears throat> I had to quit school for a year oh, wow. because otherwise I would be paying out of state tuition. Isn't that weird how this whole thing oh, is like wow. a big circle. Wow. So I quit school and bark. This is 1985, 86, you guys. A bar in Waikiki. It was just like the whole thing was just cocaine flooded. I mean, it was oh, like, and I never did that. I've never done cocaine in my life, but I saw so much of it. I used to get like tipped in cocaine. Holy it was, I'm like, how the hell am I paying rent with this? You gotta sell it on the way home. You gotta no, I wouldn't. You know what? I've seen that drug working through the 80s ruin so many people's yeah. lives that no, I wouldn't even sell it or it's give true. away. I would just walk in the bathroom and flush it. Wow. I know, I know. Somebody's gonna kill me when they hear this, but I mean uh, that's, I kind of, that's kind of the only thing you can do, really. Yeah, I like was you said, just you've like, what lives. the fuck? Give me a hundred bucks. I don't want three hundred dollars worth of cocaine. You're crazy. Or someone's gonna flush. <laughs> so yeah, I quit school for a year and worked because you can't gain residency while you're going to school unless your parents move there. My parents were not moving to Hawaii, mm. and then I went back to school and did my thing. 
That's amazing. That's incredible. I um, know. I, and when I think about it, I'm like, wait a minute. You were 18. You knew no one in that state. And you just got up and moved to Hawaii. What? And then, and you did, then you turned around and did it again in California. I did it again at 52. <laughs> I just, I knew no one in California. I just go, yeah, we can start over again. What the hell? So that's the lesson there. You can start over anytime. anytime. Treat your girl right, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't want to start all over in Hawaii. I'm going to see if that program is still available. <laughs> you you probably should see. I don't know. It's, it's a, you know how they have an international exchange program. This is a national exchange program. That's cool. That is cool. I'm going to see if anybody needs any national uh, lazy people. What a great know. way to, you know. Get around the country. To see the world. And then, like, I mean, you're leaving Minnesota and you're going to Hawaii. You know, that's like oh, an American I had, dream. I, I literally was there for, I think, eight days that I called my dad and I'm like, sell my motorcycle, sell my car, sell all my <laughs> ski equipment, just send me the money. I'm never coming home. And he was like, what? Huh? But, yeah, then, then once I kind of settled in there my parents would come stay for a month and a half all the time you know oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah yeah and my mom once told me she's like if you ever move from hawaii move to paris i haven't been there yet and i'm like oh. <laughs> at least you didn't say if you move from hawaii you're disowned no no but they quit paying tuition they wouldn't i i got no help which is why i worked a lot yeah yeah, yeah. You kind of have to. what about these books you wrote what kind of books did yeah. you yeah so, like I said, I mostly wrote like travel articles, parenting articles. I wrote a lot of articles. My my books are really they're um, a lot of educational um, stuff, a little bit of um, Hawaiian historical stuff. Um, one of my best friends, her husband is the dean of Hawaiian studies at the University of Hawaii, so I'd always have him anything I wrote that had anything to do with Hawaiian culture because. Obviously, I am white as hell. Um, I would run through him and have him um, that is so make funny. his comments and give it an okay. But yeah, it's it, they're they're very boring. But I am I am working on two books right now. I kind of started during COVID. Um, oh wow, that's interesting. I know. I, know. I, know. I shouldn't say that out loud because God knows if I'll ever finish. Um. Especially two at once, that's a big project. Well, I kind of did that on purpose because one is really light and funny and fluffy and airy, and the other one's pretty serious. Um, okay, so it's a good balance. Yeah, and I kind of need to bounce back and forth. So one of them, my working title is Follow Me for Great Parenting Advice, and they're little, I don't want to call it a mem memoir because I'm too fucking young to have a memoir, but um, they're just little vignettes on raising kids and you know a lot of women feel like they have to have everything they have to have a career and the perfect marriage and their house has to be clean and they have to raise you know two perfect kids with the white picket fence and it's just so much pressure on women i think mm -hmm. and so these are just little stories about how i fucked up my kids um but not no, like not in the <laughs> kingdom in the basement kind of thing. It's so <laughs> casual. <laughs> not like not like you need therapy for life. <laughs> but like <laughs> my mother my mother came 
to visit me one time. She's, of course, from Minnesota, don't you know? <laughs> and she she drinks or drank Miller Lite at the time. Okay, whatever. It's a Minnesota thing. At least it ain't old Milwaukee. <laughs> but she would have these cans of Miller Lite. So I, she left. Anyway, and there was a bunch in the fridge and we had a we had a refrigerator out on the lanai, like a drink, you know, juices, sodas, beer, whatever. Yeah. Out on the I guess you guys call it patio. But anyway, I took all the the beer out and put it in the lanai fridge. And then I got up at six o'clock in the morning, pitch dark making all three kids i have three kids like what is wrong with me nobody oh, yeah. should have given Same. me three kids <laughs> <laughs> it would, they would have let me adopt three kids but they said okay, <laughs> go ahead, have them. <laughs> so i'm out there in the morning packing lunches and i grab three aloha made iced teas Cause that's, I give it to my kids. You know, they usually get a milk, a little small milk, but every, once a week I'd give them an Aloha made iced tea, which is kind of like a sweet tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exact sweet. same color blue can as the <gasps> Miller light. Oh no. I get a call from my 12 year old at like 1130. She's like, Oh my God, mom, mom, I'm in the bathroom. There's zero tolerance policy. You packed me a beer. And in my head, I just went, bitch, just drink it and get rid of the F. <laughs> well, like, grow up. <laughs> In reality, I went, oh, my God, my kid's getting kicked out of school. I'm going to be. A- Nobody's going to invite me to the PTA meeting. I grabbed a lot <laughs> iced tea, jumped in my minivan, which I had at the time, drove down to the school and like it exchanged a beer for an aloha made iced tea in the parking lot with my 12 year old so (laughs) those are the kind of stories i want to write about because i think women will read it and go oh my god i didn't fuck up my kids life that bad you know like you're the worst I don't know. You gotta have after you gotta have, you gotta have after stories too. But like, yep, they did survive. They did survive. Only one of them is in therapy. Whoa! <laughs> hey, two out of three, not bad. Right, right. No, it's 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 really kind of funny shit. It's you know there was another time. So, like, you know the tooth fairy. Right. Not right. Everybody knows the tooth fairy. What the hell is wrong with people that we created an entire generations of kids that believe there's some other being fairy that walks through walls and takes body parts and leaves money? Like that's insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like can you? We don't have a liver fairy. We don't have a kidney <laughs> fairy. Tooth fairy. But. So I, I bought into that really big, like hugely, you know, like Santa Claus and Easter Bunny. And so whenever my kids started losing teeth, I bought this, like, went to a craft store like Joann's or Michael's that you have here. Uh, I think it was a Cooley whole 
whole, I don't know, it was some little mom and pop thing. But anyway, I bought a little thing of glitter. Like it was blue, like tealish glitter. And so they'd lose a tooth. They'd put it under the pillow. I'd grab the tooth and I'd sprinkle this little like teal fairy dust in there so and leave money. So they knew the tooth fairy was there, right? My youngest daughter, she lost four teeth. Four teeth in one long weekend. Like, whoa. whoa. I think she was in second grade, but I mean, she just bonked all the, they all went out. So she had, and I left him two bucks a piece, which is way more than the (laughs) quarter dime I got. But (laughs) she went to school on that Tuesday after the long weekend and she, she had $8, four teeth. And she brought that money with her, right? And you're not supposed to bring money to school. Everything's debit card. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. And wow. yes, yes, it's insane. So I went to pick her up and her teacher, who thankfully is a good friend of mine still to this day. She goes, uh, Jackie, come here. Uh, Sophie brought a lot of money to school today. And I go, oh, yeah, she, she's she's killing it. You know, all those teeth missing. She's got a whole eight dollars. She's like, yeah, she brought it to school. You know, you're not supposed to bring money to school. And I'm like, oh, well, I didn't know she brought it. And she's like, yeah. I didn't take it away from her. And I'm like, right on. Thank you. That would have killed her. She would have been so sad. I'm like, right on. And she goes, yeah, I didn't want to touch those bills. Why? Why? She's like, well, let's put it this way. The next time your kid lives, loses a tooth and you and your husband come home from the strip club at 2 a.m., don't leave her the glitter bills. I've been cleaning up glitter from desks all fucking day. <laughs> They thought they were stripper bills. Yeah. School was stripper dollars. Oh my God. You tell it's fairy dust. (laughs) I was so embarrassed, Sam. I didn't even say anything. Like to this day, I have never told her. (laughs) Like she just thinks I'm the cool go out to the strip club on a long weekend mom. I don't. (laughs) <laughs> the pay for your teeth with stripper money, oh my gosh <laughs> that story from her is completely different yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man so oh that's the one book i'm working on because oh. they're just stories like that that women can read and go oh my god okay i've done something dumb like that you know my kids aren't going to therapy for having stripper bills in second grade, but <laughs> and they live but <clears throat> then the other story god i i wish i now that i say this out loud i actually have to finish these projects damn it <laughs> um the first time i've really told anybody oh wow. um the second one is so my mother-in-law i know the mother-in-law trope she was literally one of my favorite people I've ever met in my life. She was fucking amazing. I used to tell my ex, I married you to get her. So don't fuck up. (laughs) Um, She was really, she was born in 1916. Wow. Right. Right. My husband wasn't born till 59. Oh, dang. So she was, I mean, I was born in 65, you know, that's, that's a reasonable, 
She was born in 1916 in what now is Poland, used to be East Germany. But when you hear her say it, she'd say Prussia or Silesia. Look it up. Nobody's even ever heard of that anymore. It's a, it's a, she'd say, no, with her crooked little finger and her German accent. When I was little in Schlesia, don't you know? And I'm just like, what the <laughs> hell? So, <laughs> 1916, her first memory as a child, this is probably late 1918 or 1990, 1919, um, was her mother throwing the baby buggy on a cattle barn, gathering all the kids. This is World War One, you guys. Wow. To get away from the Russian front because the Russian army was coming in and they were burning places and raping women and oh, killing children. Wow. wow. So, yeah, she's quite amazing. She Should was just, she, it, ah, I get goosebumps. But anyway, she, uh, okay, I'm going to make a long story short or a short story long, whatever it is I do. She, um, <laughs> she, she lived through World War II. Her husband was a Nazi. Oh, my Like an actual, goodness. that's what you Whoa. were when you lived in Germany. She had a, a Jewish woman living in the back closet area of her through World War II. She, the woman was going to get taken out. And she's like, no, that's my aunt. That's a relative. Uh, Frau Becker was her name. I actually met her like, years ago. And she protected uh, her? Like she kept her safe? She kept her safe. Wow. She had, she had rations for her and her two kids. And that was it, which means like, you know, a half pound of butter a week or something. And she just like, well, okay, we're doing this. And she, yeah, she hid her the whole time. Just, she's an amazing fucking human being. That is amazing. Um, when she was pregnant with my ex, so this is 1958, he was born in 59. Um, she found out that her husband, oh God, I could tell you so much more. I'll write it in the book. I'll send you a copy. Um, <laughs> Her husband, same husband, you know, she hadn't had kids for 12, 13 years, 14 years, 17 years. Yeah. Same, same mom, same dad. Um, she got pregnant with my husband. And when she was pregnant with him, she found out that her husband, who's a Nazi, um, was fucking his 16 year old secretary. <gasps> oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, oh, fun, right? So, worse to worser if that's possible. Jeez, right? Oh, gosh. That he, I, I never call him my father in law because uh, I never, I met him once in my life when we went to Germany. But anyway, so she, her oldest daughter, my husband's sister, was living in Chicago. She, she speaks seven languages. She's just amazing. Like literally. Yeah. So she was working for the United Nations as an interpreter. She speaks German, Russian, English, Japanese, Italian. I can't even remember all of it. It's too much for me. My brain isn't even big enough to remember all the languages. This bitch speaks. <laughs> so her husband, the lovely man that he was, said, why don't you get on a boat and go see Rosemary? And you can stay there for a year and I'll get this out of my system. 
and then you can come back in a year. Now she'd never been anything but a housewife. That's what you did back then, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And and then I'll get this little child out of my system and then you know you can come back so she she did she goes okay so she got on a boat she had my husband she went to uh, Chicago for a year and lived with her daughter and then when the year was up she just got back on the boat and went back to Germany like she was going to live with her husband because they didn't know any better like that was her whole life yeah yeah the boat was landing in paris and my father-in-law the nazi fucking pedophile um he he met her in paris with his girlfriend and my mother-in-law goes what is she doing here and he goes she's never seen paris (gasps) oh wow right right she went home got all of her shit packed up my husband and everything she owned and got back on a boat to america she's like oh hell no and here's the this she's crazy here's the hilarious thing on the way to america she met the boat captain she's a very attractive woman even even at she was almost 50 you know even at that age she was a very and the boat captain was like you know, come sit at the captain tables. Come, come. <laughs> right, right. She got upgraded to a better place. I mean, she was she was riding third class, and she got up. And she goes to me. So she started telling me these stories, and because I'm not like I don't know, she just felt like she could tell me. So I started recording her. I have 19 hours of her voice on tape telling this. Wow. And the funny thing is, she goes, she would always go turn off Sudi recorder, Jackie, and I tell you what really happened. And I turn off the recorder and she goes, that was the first time in, on the boat, Captain, was the first. Oh, oh no. Oh, wait, we lost you for a second. Oh, we still lost you. Got me? Yes. We got you back, yeah. Oh, my okay. gosh. The suspense she goes, that was the first time in my life I've ever had an organism. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> you're like, do you have a parasite? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> First time I've ever had an organism was on that boat with that captain. Wow. So she moved to America. Um, she cleaned houses during she didn't even speak English, learned English at night. Wow. She babysat people, and then it was so it was after the war. It was probably 1961, 62, something like that. And they had a real short of, of nurses. So she found this, like, it was like a six month program where she could go to school and become a nurse. She became a fucking neonatal nurse at 50. Holy shit. And she did that at Kaiser for 25 years in Hawaii. She was a neonatal nurse. Fucking amazing. She's amazing. Inspirational. Oh my God. Every time I I look around and I go, my life sucks. I go, that bitch made it through way more than. So I'm trying to write her story as a historical fiction. I can't wait to read that. That's incredible that you're going to write her. You're almost like you're writing her memoir. Yeah. 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 yeah, and so That's to balance incredible. that, I had to write stupid shit I did because you know what's crazy. <laughs> you know what's absolutely crazy about that, Jackie, is that that lady came into your life and she did what you ended up doing twice. She left where she was from and she started all over. I know, I know, and I, 
I sometimes think I would not have the strength to do what I did without her. She was just amazing. She, she worked at Kaiser for 25 years as a neonatal nurse. When she found out I was pregnant, she quit her job so she could babysit my kids when I went back to work. Wow. I had a neonatal Gosh. nurse who was their grandmother watching them three as days their nanny. Wow. Like you get, what would put a price tag on that? What would that cost? <laughs> right. The, the, uh, that kind of nurse. That wow. is priceless. Anyway, if you were paying for that, if she wasn't their grandmother and you're paying for that. Oh my God. It'd be like $300 an hour. So it's, it's insane. She, yeah. So I think her story deserves to be told. Yeah, I so agree. I would like to do that. It's beautiful, and then the now kids I also got to. It. So now I have to do it, or I'm a failure. <laughs> <laughs> Call me next month for me writing a story about how I failed to write my stories. <laughs> <laughs> That's your next book too. <laughs> I failed writer book five times. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's an incredible, amazing story. I never like had any idea um about all you know that's that's wonderful that is oh I'm, you, you know what that's an amazing book that you're working on her her story it's and i have 19 hours of her just talking but the the, the real story. funny part was she's talked about you know during world war ii oh well her her sister's no her brother's wife so all the men are at war there's nobody home in Germany, right? Like they're all on the Russian front. They're all in France. They're all in Poland. Like there's no men. It's women and children. Wow. And the Russian army came in. I think about this all the time and took over her sister-in-law's farmhouse. And she had three daughters. They were like 12, 14 and 16. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. And she told, this is one of those turn off the recorder. I'll tell you what really happened. And she goes, so they came in and my sister-in-law said, Hey guys, I'll cook for you. I'll clean for you. I'll, yeah. I mean, it's a fucking army. There's 14 men just walking into your house. Can you imagine that? You've got three young daughters. And she said that her sister-in-law told them, um, you can have your way with me. Just don't touch my daughters. I'll give you whatever you want. Just don't touch my daughters. And my mother-in-law actually said, can you believe it? These, these Russians, they were good gentlemen. They did not vape the daughters. They only vaped her. Oh my gosh. Wow. On what planet are those gentlemen? And I hear her stories. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I mean can't. Yeah. Fucking imagine. Oh. Well, I mean, the comparison to what could have happened, I guess, they're gentlemen. Right. And then she goes, turn, turn the recorder off. I don't like Russians. I think they raped daughters too. She just didn't want their, their name tarnished. And I'm like, oh, fuck. What a mess. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I know. Like, we oh, don't really? even. I don't know. It's crazy. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine either. That's what a what a wild life. That is a wild so, life. So Sam, would you like to ask me your third question after I said Oh, I don't know. How do we go? How do we go from World War One to uh how's the comedy scene in Sacramento? <laughs> well, to make a long story longer, no. Um <laughs> it's actually 
actually pretty good. I, I like I said when I started here, there were only three women, and I feel so lucky I ended up in Sacramento because, I mean, me and Danny D and yeah. Asia and I, 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 it's it's a good scene. It's a good scene. Yeah, absolutely. We want to go out there and do some mics and hang out with you guys and stuff too. Hell Please, yeah. hell yeah. yes. I have an oh, extra yeah. room in my house. You're welcome to stay here. Oh, interesting. Aww, that's so kind of you. Sounds great. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Do you have any, um, I mean, I, besides the books, I guess, because you have those, and those are pretty big projects. Uh, do you have any, like, big projects or anything that you're working on or anything that's coming up? No, not really. I mean, I, I, I write when I'm not out doing comedy. Um, I haven't been traveling quite as much for yeah. comedy because gas is oh, oh my god dunkulous yeah we haven't really been going anywhere lately i'm ringing from home and we're just kind of staying we're just on the like, home right front, <laughs> right i got I, some some buddy hit me up in the bay and they're like hey can you feature you know um 20 minutes i'll pay 25 dollars i'm like Dude, it's gonna cost me forty to get there and back. Are you <laughs> right? Like, yeah, right. I'm not paying you to do your show. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah. I am going to yeah. Seattle. Yay! To do oh, some comedy cool. next month. Um, awesome. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Seattle? It's that should be exciting. How long is Seattle? How long is that trip? Um, do you know Soup Man? Yeah, yeah, we, we okay. do shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. some shows of Soup Man. Yeah, so he's in Seattle and he hit me up, I think in May, and he's like, Hey, my headliner <laughs> book, my headliner bailed out. Can you fill in this weekend? And I'm like, You buying my ticket? He's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll 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 pitch in, you know, for your ticket. I went online, tickets in May were $830 round trip to Seattle. I'm like, dude. I don't, I don't even think I'm wall. worth that. Like, you gotta be, he's like, oh, fuck that. You're not coming out. So then he called me back and he goes, I found a $138 round trip ticket <laughs> oh, in nice. August. And I'm like, sign me up, buddy. So yeah, I'm going to go out and hang out with him and do some shows. And oh, um, yeah. That's awesome. Yay. Superman, super awesome. Suit man, super awesome. Yeah, we did a suit man show uh, in Hayward recently with uh, with Erie Diamond and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Cynthia was on it. Yeah, Cynthia yeah. Fox, Cynthia, Cynthia Fox. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was a lot. Of, it was a lot of fun. It was kind of a rowdy crowd, but you know those are fun. They can be fun as long always, as they pay attention. Always a rowdy crowd. <laughs> <laughs> he had a DJ and everything. It was crazy. Who put that on? Suitman, it was Suitman Productions. Oh, it was Suitman's one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think I was, I wasn't in town that week. Yeah, maybe where I was. I was somewhere. I don't know. Vegas. I think I was in Vegas. Oh, makes oh, sense. Nice. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It was a good. It was a really fun show, though. It was really fun. It was. Yeah. And what do you guys got going on? You tell me. Not a lot, really. We're just trying to like <laughs> do some podcasting and talk to some awesome people and stuff. And you know, we're still doing the online comedy open mics and things like that. And we're having fun with that. And then we're just trying to kind of go out here and there when we can. Um, we we haven't really been going out, but we we try to when we can. 
Yeah, yeah. So how long have you been doing your podcast? Uh, not that long, only a couple of months. We have about, uh, I think you're going to be episode like 12, something like that. And there's five episodes up right now. I'm curious, how much like equipment did you have to buy to do the podcast? So I have, we have a laptop. Okay. I purchased a microphone, but not for podcasting, just because I needed a microphone for zooming and things like that. Sure. And I mean, really, that's it. Uh, I use a program called Audacity to edit the audio. Okay. And then we pay for the 15 month a month, 15 a month on the Zoom. And oh, that's, that's pretty much okay. it. And uh, yeah, we use we use Red Circle to upload the podcast. And you can have uh, a free podcast on there per account. So yeah, not a lot, really. I always thought like a fun podcast if i ever did a podcast my podcast would be called jackie sucks at everything (laughs) (laughs) and it'd just be me trying stuff like yeah like trying to golf i don't know i'd probably kill somebody you know (laughs) or trying to to podcast you know I, (laughs) i see that more like a youtube show yeah I, I just think that would be fun and I could go out and do fun. all kinds of stupid stuff and try it out, you know, yeah. it'd be great. Yeah. And However, it wouldn't matter because it's called Jackie sucks at everything. So, <laughs> and then um, as far as like equipment goes, like if you are doing, like, if you want people to come to you and like have people in person, you gotta buy a little yeah. bit of equipment. There are microphones and headphones and um, mm-hmm. mixers and things like that. So if you're gonna do an in-person thing with, with multiple people, there's a little bit more equipment involved. Have you done in-person stuff? Not for us. I've done it for other for other people who, who do it. Okay. it. We we don't do that yet. We're not quite expanded to that yet. Yeah, I just learned how to change my eventually, eventually, yes, we will though. Screen on Zoom. I'm nowhere near that technologically. (laughs) It's okay. Hey, you have Kermit the Frog and Yoda. Oh, look at it. They're they're sharing a blunt and a pizza. That's the best. (laughs) They're sharing a blunt and a pizza. Like get out. Real friendship. And then you can't really see it, but in the back there's Anakin. He's like skywalking through the trees it's oh, it, it, wow. r2d2 is in it it's insane it's so nerdy so <laughs> yeah, it's it. very nerdy and it's very audio so it's i audio. into uh god it was probably seven or eight years ago and i went to visit my friend in denver and i walked in she was working and her husband and i went to come pick her up from work and he's like ah oh, we're an hour early let's go into this art place and i saw it in there and i'm like Oh, frame it and give it to me now. I don't even care what it is. Are you kidding me? (laughs) And this is before Mandalorian, so there wasn't even a baby Yoda or anything, you know? Wow. I was like, so you had that as a painting sharing a blunt and a pizza with R2D2 and 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 Luke in the background, sky like skydiving, but sky. I was just like, fucking box it up, let's go. Wow. That's up in your house. Mm-hmm. That's I incredible. That's incredible. I gotta. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, in person. me too. Yes, when you come here, you can stand in the living room, have a piece of pizza, smoke a blunt, and look at it. <laughs> and <laughs> the picture. <laughs> right. That sounds like the best life. Right it now. does sound like the best life. And I will take 
take a picture of Sam, like <laughs> and blonde, looking at Yoda and Kermit. Going, Whoa, well, I imagine cute. if they were to fight right now, they wouldn't fight. Who would win? They're both green. They're smoking a blunt. They wouldn't fight. <laughs> That's true. They're both too, they're no, both there's no tired. fight. They're getting along too well in that picture. That's that's what we should send uh, all the Russian troops in Ukraine. Just send them pizza and weed. Fuck it, it'll be all the weed. I'll be sitting around. <laughs> hey, so you've been since you've been in Sacramento for a while doing comedy now. Uh, do you have anything crazy? Is anything crazy happening yeah. at any of these micro shows? Uh, what I'm sorry, I didn't quite understand what you're asking. Like, do you have any crazy stories of things you've witnessed in the comedy scene? Mm, like, no, I really don't. No, oh, everybody's wow. pretty mellow. That's good. No, I really don't. Nothing like you know, <clears throat> Will Smith smacking Chris or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was okay. nuts. <laughs> yeah, that really was. That was crazy. That was right up there with them announcing La La Land as the Oscar winner, and it wasn't. Oh, dang. And then uh, somebody, was it Chappelle? Somebody got rushed, a comic got rushed on stage after that not too long later. Like, I think yeah. it was Chappelle. Uh, yeah, like yeah. a week or two no, later. I've never had anything crazy like that. Um, you know, I'm an old woman. I'll be 58 in April, okay? Oh, That's wow. fucking... Hell I'm yeah. almost 60 years old, you guys. That's amazing. But, when I travel, because you do a lot of traveling with com, I, I always pick some really good people to travel with. It's either a whole gaggle of gals or some dudes that I know I can sleep in the bed next to in the hotel and not, you know, Worried. and I know they have my back. So, yeah. um, no, nobody's ever tried to do anything like that to me. Nothing weird. I, I, I don't even, I, I've been heckled like, one time, and that was because I did Jimmy Menez's heckle show, Heckle Mania. Oh, <laughs> well, in that case, you should have been heckled a lot more than one time. Yeah, well, the, the entire the whole time. time I was up on stage, I got heckled. Okay. <laughs> was that a Tommy um, Tease? It was at, some, I don't even remember where oh, it was. Okay. It was some, like, bar show <laughs> in the middle of God knows where, a city I've never been right. to, probably never will again <laughs> probably the game room or something <laughs> yeah yeah i went on that's a really good one. in february with uh tommy lacero lacero do you know him no i i mean i know him on facebook but we don't know him personally no zach zimmerman yeah uh, yes we're good friends with zach i love zach yeah um and jacob blazer and yeah. the four of us went out uh we we spent five days doing I think it was seven shows from Sac the the boys flew up here because they're in San Diego and of course Jacob drove here and then we we did like Sally Tomatoes and Savage Henry and like right below Oregon and then Wind River Casino and oh my God see those are those are the people I would I love traveling with them it is so amazing it was it was just wonderful. That's awesome. That's awesome. I hope to do stuff like that too soon. Yeah. Definitely. And then you did, uh, you traveled to Boise too with uh, Danny D and Suitman. I remember that. God, that was before COVID, I think. It was during COVID, I think. Yeah, probably. I just, yeah. 
I got so sick of staying home. I'm like, fuck it. You know, <laughs> Tom Bomb, who does the psychedelic show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's he's one of my dearest friends. Like, just, I know his mom. I've been to his grandma's house. Like, and his gal, Ashley, is just one of my besties. Um, oh, didn't they either, and, like, have a baby recently? Is that what happened? Oh, Danny D and I were there. <gasps> we We went to vegas to throw her a baby shower and it was supposed to be like like it was three weeks or so before she was due so we drove there and had this whole huge baby shower the next morning i'm laying on the couch crashed out danny's on the air mattress on the floor crashed out and ashley comes running in she's like i think my water broke i think what do i do what do i do and i'm just looking at her and i'm like Bitch, you go to the hospital. You're having a baby. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Your time to think about this was nine months ago. Like too late. <laughs> baby coming. She's like, no, 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 no. And Tom is standing in the like in the doorway, and he's like, ah, I, I, I haven't set the crib up. I, I, uh, and I'm like, too late. You should have put your dick away. You having a baby. That's what's happening. <laughs> Jackie, you have such a great way with words. <laughs> so I drove them to the hospital 12 hours later. They had a baby. Oh, 12 and Danny hours. D and I were both there. And we're just like, can you fucking believe this? It's crazy. Oh my gosh. They wow. were so lucky that you were in town. Uh, you know, because <laughs> they're her. Tom's mom was supposed to come out like in three Tom weeks mom? when the baby was supposed to happen. But is, is her name? Tom I was mom? the only me and Danny were the only moms there. We're like, yeah. all right, here's what we do. I dropped him off at the hospital. And because it was so kind of COVID, she was born December 12th last year. So it was still uh, kind of they oh, wouldn't let me go in. So yeah. I went back to the house, woke Danny up. We rubbed the place i mean just sanitized every you know You're baby amazing. proof shit wash the yeah. sheets got the crib set up the whole wow. thing so they'd be ready yeah <laughs> you guys rock yeah you guys do oh rock. my gosh that's really good that shit. was really good timing for them that you guys it's like you were able to gift the same gift that you were given going into california do you know that ready. I, yes. And that's, wow. isn't that the secret to life? Like giving back. Yeah. Do you know that his mom called me like a week after I got back home and she said, you were such a blessing. I am so glad you were Absolutely. there. And I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. But Tom, Tom is a fucking force to be reckoned with. So <laughs> I met him when I first started doing comedy. Like I, and I sucked at comedy, like suck <laughs> hard, suck, like what's a joke i don't know um <laughs> for real like yeah it was terrible and i went to a show one night he picked me up to go to the show and it was it was in winters california it was at this little bar thing and it happened to be one of those nights in in sacramento where i think it was on a saturday and and the folks who just weren't booked showed up for it. Like it was Mike Bentoncourt was there, oh, Drew nice. Schaefer, Aurora Singh, Chelsea Bierce, right 
Mm-hmm. Um, me and Tom. Wow. I'm in love. Uh, I think DJ Sanju was there. He was still living wow. in, in Sacramento. What a lineup. Uh, oh, my. But <laughs> they were comics. on it. They were just, they were just hanging beer. out. It was wow. like a rinky-dink little comedy thing. And they all just went, hey, there's beer there. We got nothing. Let's go. And it was, it was this <laughs> huge hangout. D- DJ Tyler was there. Oh, it was, it was I love him. Yeah, I <laughs> love him. He's so he's one of my favorite travel buddies because we just go find these like through the back alley down to the basement. Somebody's got a kitchen there. We'll buy tacos from you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was fun getting to know him at uh, Savage Henry. Yeah, that he's was such a year. beautiful human. So I I went with Tom and I was on the lineup and I literally had probably been doing comedy for three months maybe five and i had no business being on a show just zero business in hindsight so right before i went up somebody said i was talking to somebody and i was telling them how i got divorced and moved and they're like oh my god you should talk about that on stage no jokes written for that zero jokes i just thought oh that's a seasoned comic telling me that's how I do comedy. I should do that. So I got up on stage. <laughs> I had to do seven minutes. I got up on stage. I started talking about getting divorced. And then I started crying. <gasps> on stage. Oh. Bawling. And <laughs> walked off after like two and a half minutes. Oh Just my God. Did you hear the people I named that were there? Chelsea Pierce. Oh DJ, DJ, I was just like, and I just walked off and I'm like, fuck it. I'm done. I'm not funny, which is something my ex always just tell me. You're not funny. Like, why do you talk at these corporate dinners? You're not funny. You should shut up. I thought I was going to die. Right. Serious. And you know, what's really funny is I've talked to some of those people about that night, which is hugely traumatic for me. And that was five years ago. And they go, I don't even remember that. Uh, none of them remember it. None of them. <laughs> Not a single one of them. And I'm like, oh my God. So I, I got in the car. I got in Tom's car and I'm like, I just want to go home. And he's like, what? And I go, fuck it. I want to go. So he took me home. And the next day he calls me and he goes, hey, bitch, let's go miking. And I go, I am never doing comedy again. Like, like. Never. I was so traumatized. Never, ever doing comedy again. And he's like, what? I go, no, I'm not. Hung up the phone. He calls me the next day. This guy, Tom Bomb, called me for five fucking days in a row wow. saying, let's go do a mic. You got to get back out. You fall off the horse, whatever. And I just, I thought I fucked up my entire, like I was ready to sit in the bedroom and cry for another six months. Oh. I never, I never went out with him wouldn't go he calls my daughter and says go in your mom's bedroom and tell that bitch to get dressed tell her to get ready and you want to go out to dinner and Sophie's like I got plans tonight I'm not he's like you don't gotta take her out to dinner just get the bitch up and dress (laughs) (laughs) we're tricking her into doing comedy (laughs) yeah so so she comes in and I, I'll never forget that. She's like, mom, let's go out to dinner. I can say no to Tom and comedy all day. I'll never say no to my kid wanting to have dinner with me. She was 17, 18 at the time. 
<laughs> I go, okay. And I come like shuffling out in <laughs> sweatpants <laughs> and no broad crocs. And she's like, no, mom, I'm not going out with you like that. Put some clothes on, like take a shower. Like what is wrong with you? <laughs> Thank God. Or I would have been. So I got dressed, <laughs> put some clothes on. And I'm sitting there and she's at the table, like with this thing. Oh, dang. And I'm like, are we going out to dinner? Are you just going to sit here and smoke fucking weed all night? She's like, yeah, in a minute, in a minute, in a minute. And I'm like, what's going on? I was so confused. I hear someone knocking at my door and I'm like, do you have people coming over? Because nobody knows where I live. I don't tell people. I'm a single woman. I don't tell people where I live. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she opens the door and it's Tom. And he's like, get in the car, bitch. We're doing five mics in the bay tonight. And you can't say no. Oh, dang. That's the kind of friend Tom Bombas. I went and did five mics, killed them all because I'd already given up. I'd already quit comedy. I didn't give a fuck. Smashed every last one of them. And I just looked at him. He dropped me off back at home. I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep going. So, yeah, the the least I could do is be there when his baby was born. (laughs) (laughs) He was there when my comedy baby was born. (laughs) Wow, that is incredible, Jackie. That's yeah, that's Tom Bomb in a nutshell. I love that. And I know a lot of people think he's a little hard to deal with. He's crazy. He's fuck. He's he's my heart. I love I, that man. I've done a couple of zooms with him, but I've never met Tom Bomb in person. Someday, oh well, I guess after you. What happened? What'd you say? After you come through Sacramento, we'll just get in the car and drive to Vegas. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. You know, you know, Susan Maletta, right? I love her. Yeah. Oh we gosh, did a so cover show together. We'll go visit her too over there. Yeah. We had a party yeah. at her house last time I was there. Oh, Hot right. tub in the backyard. She keeps, she keeps telling us what you're telling Y'all us. Come stay with me. Come stay with me. <laughs> She's got a great house. It's beautiful. Oh, that's incredible. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Oh no, I'm I'm like I. <laughs> wow. She's like I'm, I'm not going to realize... ask another question. There are four hours. <laughs> no, no. I mean, yeah, we'll be here for three more days. I'm blown away with like how much like of your journey you shared with us, including like enlightening us on what you're writing. And I'm, I'm, oh man, I'm looking forward to reading that book. I mean, the one about you parenting, of course, but. Also, the book you were talking about of your your mother-in-law, that's like... I'm looking forward to getting it out. It's really hard. Sometimes I'll sit down. And like I said, I have 19 hours on three CDs of her recorded, you know? That's really cool. You should back those CDs up to like copy them or something just in case. Oh, I have... I think I have seven copies in here. Each of my kids have one. I sent one to my parents because they love it. That's incredible that you're able to sit down with her and get those recorded because without. Well, when I was working for the anatomic pathology lab, I I did sales and marketing and handled the HR stuff. And so in Hawaii, basically our clients were anybody doing cancer testing. So if you had a biopsy, like say you had a weird thing on your arm and had a cut off, they would send it to us. And we had some government contracts too. So I do a lot of traveling 
And when my youngest was born, um, I was still nursing, but she was watching her, you know, three days a week. But when I had to travel, I'd be gone for a week at a time. My boss, bless him too, would pay for her to come with me. So she could watch the baby in the hotel while I went and worked all day. And then I'd come home at night. My youngest daughter would be in bed by, you know, seven 30, eight o'clock. And we'd just kind of be sitting there. And the next time I went, I brought a tape recorder and I'm just like, tell me stories, Oma, just tell me stories. And she started talking. And so we did that for, yeah. That should be yeah. the title of your book. Tell me, stories. <laughs> tell me stories, Oma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's incredible. Yeah. Without that, you know, her stories could have been lost you know, over time and things like yeah. that. So you're kind of, you're kind of immortalizing her. Yeah. What a yeah. gift. That's, that's awesome. uh, yeah. Now I have to do it. God you have to do it. We're going to up with you in three days. <laughs> uh, you, and it, uh, it's a lot because I want to do it as a historical fiction. So I've been doing a lot of research on world war one, world yeah. war two, Germany. So the and time. then I get lost in the whole, you know, Google Wikipedia thing. And oh my, yeah. 10 days later, I'm like, I haven't written a thing, but boy, <laughs> do I know a lot about Poland in 1942. <laughs> yeah. You got, yeah, you do got your, your research. So you're not like 1947, his pager went off. <laughs> <laughs> he texted me boobs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, so before we get out of here, do you want to uh, plug some social media? What's your social media? Um, so my Facebook is at Jackie Pearl, but it's spelled J A C Q U I and Pearl is P I R L and Instagram is at Pearl P I R L Jackie Hell yeah. because I used to have at Jackie Pearl and then I forgot the password and I couldn't do it. So I just started a new one, you know. <laughs> that's, that's kind of how people do instagram either either you forget the password or it gets hacked one or the other right <laughs> so yeah um and i have a youtube channel that has some clips on it i've got to get better at that that's uh true. but that's jackie pearl also j-c-q-u-i-p-i-r-l oh yeah and we are at hypothetical comedy i am at funky sam medina i'm at she shines for you and uh, yeah, oh i don't have that yeah yeah she'll she'll go find you she'll go add you go find me and maybe i i don't know that doesn't (laughs) sound familiar in my brain but then nothing sounds familiar in my brain you know yeah definitely (laughs) i feel like i just hijacked this whole damn conversation with telling long involved stories and i apologize for that but i'm so comfortable with you guys and i love you guys so much that i just Here's my heart. I'll pour it out. You know, oh, we're we here for it. it, and it's kind of it's kind of here for you too, hijack. You know, you're the featured guest. We want to spotlight you and yeah. talk about your stories and and to spotlight what you're doing in life. So yeah, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. It's so much fun. Thank you for yeah. having. I had a blast today. I had I yeah. I feel like I just went out the happy hour with a bunch of friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.